Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What is up, everybody? You know what it is, the Affair After Show. We are back for the fifth and final season. So Vic has a heartfelt departure from this world. Noah's still oblivious to all the things. And Joni is married to a brother and has two kids in the future. Let's go. Let's get it. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz What's up? Oh, teen drama. <laughs> teen drama open. <laughs> I was going to start so singing. Yeah. And I thought you were going to start beatboxing. Oh, yeah, that's okay. right. Ne- next okay. time. It's hard against this. Like hard against this after school special Let music. Go, so, I yeah. I'm just saying. Uh, my last breath. <laughs> my we miss the, we miss our opening, is what it is, ladies and gentlemen. We miss but, Fiona Apple. I yeah, so exactly. miss Fiona Apple. I know, I know. Oh. But uh, that opening was dope. That opening was dope. It oh, was yeah. dope. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Lim Gonzalez, and we are here for the one and only <laughs> The Affair After Show. We are back, fifth and final season. Super excited. Uh, again, I'm going to tell you. It's, I'm Lim Gonzalez, and I'm not here by myself. My ladies, my beautiful and wonderful ladies are back, and we are here to break down this episode. Next to me is the one and only, the Allison Dean. That is me. So happy to be here. I'm, I'm just impressed that I'm alive right now after watching that. I know. Yeah. that was They like also went impressed. hard on the first episode. I'm like, yo, you Woo. didn't even like give a rev up. Nope. Like, this is how you're doing this? <laughs> yeah. Really? <laughs> yep. Uh, and of course, my A1 since day one, you know, she's Auburn's <laughs> finest. Oh, <laughs> she loves she it. Did. April Wilson had in the building. What's up, everybody? Yes, I do love Auburn, but you know what I love almost just as much? The affair. The affair. Holy smokes. Yeah. And so happy to be with y'all. Uh, love yes, y'all. Yes. Love all of y'all. I have the chat up, so let us know what you thought because. We have a lot of different feelings about this episode. Yeah, this episode was really, like I said, they came out swinging. They're not playing for this finale uh, season. So uh, that being said, what are your takeaways? What do you think about this first episode? Oh, gosh. There's (laughs) just so much to think. Um, I'm going to say I am very happy with it. Uh, I thought that I've wondered, are we going to miss Ruth Wilson? I'm sure I will at some point. Obviously, we know the show's always been you know, centrally around one kind of storyline or meaning Helen, Noah, mm-hmm. Allison, Noah, Cole. Um, right. But I I'm, I loved it. I thought it was great. Very well done. Okay. I will agree with you wholeheartedly, April. Um, and I think for me, too, you know, the thing about this show is there are so many phenomenal characters that I think that even when Allison and Cole were focal points... It was almost like then other characters we weren't getting nuggets of that we really wanted to get. So I think, you know, I'm not saying I'm a fan of them being off the show, but I'm just saying I think this will be the time for us to really resolve things in many other camps because there just really are so many storylines that we're feeling invested in and we want to see the resolve. Right. Yeah, um, I echo all of that. I will say that um, I did not expect it to go this way. We did get not two parts, which is what we used to. We got three parts. Right. Uh, and then the introduction of Joni in the future just really, like, 
obviously with seeing the preview, we knew that, you know, Anna Packman was playing Joni in the future, but to see it like right away, I did right. not expect it. Expect maybe maybe third episode in or something like that, but to give it to us right away mm-hmm. and then to just be very mysterious with it. And then we see in the previews for the next episode, like her going to, you know what I'm saying? Like, Yo. Right? Yo. Right. Yo. Sarah Treem, I salute you. Um, <laughs> she wrote this episode. So I really, like, I'm about that. I'm yeah. about that. So I'm just excited to see how it's going to go. By the way, so in the preview episode, Sarah Treem was interviewed, and she was, like, crying a lot, I guess, during the episode, or during this preview segment. Really? She, she commented, like, oh my god, I can't stop crying. And I was thinking that because I felt like I couldn't stop crying during this episode. Oh. <laughs> Like, oh, I know how Sarah Dream felt this whole season. Right. That's yeah. all. It was it was it was heavy. Like needless to say. Um, let's break it down. So part one was Noah. Mm-hmm. And so we first start off with Noah talking to this director gentleman uh, about a, doing a movie on on his book. Uh, we know that we find out later that the director's name is Sasha. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's also the per- the person playing Noah. So I think he's directing and acting because in the in the little snippet of the episode it said uh-huh. Sasha um like the actor. Uh-huh. So I think it might be a actor director combination. A George which, Clooney situation, I don't which know. Which would kind of make sense because he was mimicking him. Sorry, a Ben Affleck situation. Right? Right. What am I thinking of right now? Yeah. He was mimicking him throughout the kind of yes. talk, you know, meeting yeah. that they were having, which was really weird and Noah makes just more was sense like, as an actor yeah. right, right right Noah was like what are you doing like, <laughs> I'm, this is I'm assuming he was Caribbean. doing that or Noah was so shocked by it because at this point maybe he doesn't know that or something but uh, it was definitely really weird when he like but also hilarious when he made the comment about the coffee and he was like I just feel like this is for children right and Noah was like okay yeah about the whole cream situation yeah. which uh, coincidentally, uh, coffee without cream sucks. Um, yeah, also put that out. I'm just gonna say that right out the bat. General consensus. Exactly. Um, so we uh, we also see that you know Noah thinks he's the man, right? You know he thinks that all ladies love him, and I thought it was really funny when you know we see this uh, this attractive young lady that is over on the cross, and um, she it appears that she's eyeing Noah, right? right, and just giving him the googly eyes, and he's like, all right, you know I see. You, I'll holler at you later on after my meeting, <laughs> okay, and then she kind of walks over with her friend, and you know, excuse me, I'm, I normally don't do this, and he's like, ah, "It's okay, it's okay, <laughs> I will allow it." And then she immediately pivots to Sasha and is like, "Hi, I'm Talia, and I want to give you my number." And Noah's like, "Ah, okay." But he had reason to think that. I mean, she was looking googly directly yeah, at him. Yeah. The yeah, Sasha okay. was too. Her his back was to her face, so like. I understand why he thought that, but I think they did it well in the sense of like shutting him down. Right. Because right. obviously, if someone's looking directly at you or in your pretty direct direction, you're going to be like, oh, of course they're looking at me. Sure. But just the fact that they weren't, and the whole time we were all cringing watching it. We're like, Ugh. I mean, I don't know how old the this actress is, but like, She's very early twenties, I would assume, mm-hmm. and he is very much so not. Of course, so I was of course. like, I was like, this is pushing a little. Like, this is just a little weird. Like, she's feeling fully, a little like lucky. too, too, too young. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I think they did it well in the sense of making him like, you know, kind of show his feathers a little bit and shutting him down quickly. I, I, I will, I'll just the only thing I can disagree with is the weird part, only because we live in LA. 
true. This is set yeah. in LA. How many times have you seen the older man with the younger hot lady? Like that happens like all the time. Yeah. So it, it does, and right. you know when she comes up to him, she it's not like she just thinks he's attractive. She knows who he is. Yeah. Right. This director, gentleman, Sasha. So she's also like on some like, hey, you know, I think you're great and outstanding and da 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 all kind of situation. I just thought it was funny that again Noah gets shut down. Right. Um, we do see um <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> Him going to a funeral with his girlfriend Janelle, played oh. by my favorite, one of my favorite actresses, Sanaa Lathan. Yeah. Uh, so she's back. I'm so glad that because I was like, I hope they continue this. Right. Right. So that's his full on girlfriend. Um, they go to, we don't know exactly right. We know it's a funeral. Then we find out later that it's Vic's funeral. Right. Uh, he has passed away. We knew that he was sick in the last season. Uh, and we see that um, Helen is holding a baby. Which, you know, we knew was Vic's right, baby, but right, it's just so right. sad, Yes, obviously. very sad, very sad. And then um, we see that the kids are there, so we get a glimpse of the kids who are just getting older. Um, and I can't remember the the one, the son, he's just... Trevor? He gets, yeah, he's getting on my nerves. I, like, I don't know how I remember Trevor's name over, like, anybody. Right, always. right. You can always count on April for the Trevor. <laughs> for the Trevor. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. But, I mean, he was getting on my nerves last season because he's... I mean, I get that, you know, he feels some kind of way about his dad. Yeah. And, you know, but it's like, that's your dad. Like, be and respectful. And it's been eight years. They kept saying that. Like, exactly. eight years. Like, okay. Like, give it a rest. Right. Like, he's right. not that bad. Like, for you for you to be treating him like this. I feel like maybe because of his age and, you know, he's a teenager and he's coming mm-hmm. into manhood, he feels like he needs to assert himself, but just calm down. Yeah. You know? Well, I, okay, I want to ask you all a question. Because how you say you love, which is different, take the actress out of it. Just let's look at Janelle's character. Sure. Do you think she... Um, I don't mean this in the non-politically correct way that it's going to sound. Do you think she fits in this scenario? I don't mean that as a as a race thing, as a woman thing, as a whatever. But I feel like she... It was almost a little random to me. Now, I'm also comparing Noah's part to Helen's part at this point because their views of how things went were mm-hmm. so different. As but per I, usual. Right. Yeah. I feel like Noah is so clearly maybe not as much into that situation at this point. You mean into Janelle? Yes. But I also think that that could just be because clearly when people are grow- are going through such emotional times as, you know, no having a loved one who knows someone very close to them that died. Like you're you're more drawn into them whatever. You're very displaced from the situations that you're in. Um but I almost felt like and I feel like they did it on purpose. They made her not fit. I use air quotes for that because she's over there talking about you know, what she's going on through the school and whatever, but there's something so much bigger happening for Noah and obviously, of course, for Helen. But then in in Helen's um, part three, right. they were like laughing and being giddy. So, you know, again, it's what really would happen. I well, don't know. I'll definitely speak to that. So I, I don't really don't think it has to do with, with her, no matter what her appearance or what she was no, saying of or course. anything like that. I think that... At the end of the day, um, Noah really loves Helen. Mm-hmm. And we kind of talked about this a little bit on our pre-show. And we saw when he was gazing at her, when she was with the kids, and that's why he was, like, tuned out right. to Janelle. So Janelle could have been anybody. Yeah. Like, it just is, like, he really wants Helen. And granted, this is his view, so we always got to take that in perspective. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Janelle is just a pawn. Like, he's... <laughs> you know, he's been with a lot of women since yeah. Helen. And so he's, um, and Helen's had her share as well. But in the sense that he really wants to be with Helen. So right. no matter what Janelle is to us as fans, 
I think she's just a pawn in Noah's grand scenario. Right. That that's who he's with now, but he really wants to be with Helen. I'm curious what's gonna happen too with the Anton storyline because, you know, that was like a big deal sure. yeah, with her son last season. So I was kind of surprised that they didn't interject even his name into mm-hmm. any conversation mm-hmm. in this one, but you know, perhaps that will be something for the next episodes. Yeah. It could be. I, I, I'm going to err on the side only because we see adult Joni, right? Yeah. And they're interge- in interjecting adult Joni. Because they're interjecting adult Joni, that's a huge... I mean, she had her own segment, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's a huge factor to to, to gravi- you know, gravitate towards. So... I think Anton is. I think Anton is done. I think Anton, and I really feel like Janelle is like yes to carry over. is on her way out as well. Right, right. That's why I said um, when I say like the right fit because and not not meaning racially or just being what you know whatever because obviously that's something that they touch on, but and multiple times even throughout this episode but that's why in the sense of like not fitting I meant like not fitting into Noah's life at this I moment. Think it's just, I think it's so a it's transitional thing. So it's not confused thing. with the other part of her Helen's dad asking her to get him a drink was, which was just atrocious. Right. Was just I think obviously. that will purely be a transitional I, I agree with you I think it's a transitional storyline thing. So yes. like as opposed to just her not being a part of it and one more character we're not seeing I think it's you know it was important for that to be involved as Noah figures out probably what he really wants. And here's another thing that I think we should mention. I really think it's important for us to bring attention to the fact that how lovely if in fact the baby was at that funeral. Mm -hmm. Just how amazing Helen is behaving about this whole thing. Mm. About Vic who had, I mean, they both had an affair with Sierra, so I guess yes. it's like, how mad could she be? But, right. but I just I, I just find the whole thing to be like, huh, that's a very impressive, just, I don't know. Just situation. It, it's, it's a very, it, like, not a lot of people could do very that. Impressive. But clearly, yeah, like, we see, we, Helen's put up with a lot before, yeah. um, but I think, and I don't mean this in a bad way either, but I think, like, once someone is dying, you do whatever I know, they want. Right. Mm. You know what I mean? So. Sure. I think, and we see obviously many not always. times, yes, but not yes, always, right. but in a lot of scenarios. Mm-hmm. And I think we see many times throughout the episode tonight that it, well, it doesn't even necessarily seem that it bothers her, but I just, the fact that she's there with the baby and the mom, is, Sierra is not there, or we at least don't see her in right. Noah's part, obviously, at the wedding. Or at the wedding, oh my word. Funeral. <laughs> at the funeral? <laughs> that was a lot of white. I apologize. <laughs> at the funeral, um, I think it just, it, it's clear that maybe she has well she's definitely grown a lot because not a lot of people would do that and but i think she just cares about him in the sense of you know not to relate it back to her part later but she wants to do whatever she can for him as a lot of people would with a close one a loved one and you know they're very very terminal and we have to think this has only been you know, last we saw them was Sierra technically finding out that she's pregnant. So let's say she was a month along at that point. At that point, so it's been eight nine months. It yeah. hasn't really been that long, right? So I think it probably helped Helen a lot having that experience with Sierra being able to move past what happened between she and Vic. Ooh. What do you think about? Uh, we saw also in Noah's section that he goes back right into the church mm-hmm. um, and. Obviously, uh, we see Helen arguing with Vic's parents, and it's uh, notably Vic's mother. And I guess in the culture um, that Vic uh, uh, is part of, 
the, you know, you're supposed to be cremated. Right. And so, <clears throat> and Vic is basically, I guess he said he wanted to be buried. And he told Helen, I want to be buried. Please take out, you know, have that as my wish. And so Helen is basically telling the mother, hey, you know, he wants to be buried. And she's, you know, fighting with it. Well, in our culture, you have to be cremated in order mm-hmm. for your spirit, you know, to be leaving the body and all of this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I personally thought it was really awkward for Noah to just like, Hey, what's going on? Like, he has no bearing on any of this. And I just wanted to ask you all, why do you think we saw that? Like, why do you think that happened? I think we all know why we saw it. Because they're very clearly trying to set us up for a Helen and Noah situation. Mm. Whether that be them getting back together or, like we talked about, like you touched on in our pre-show, maybe them just being friends or whatever. But I think that... Noah is now maybe at a point where he is starting to realize, I did this wrong, this wrong, this Mm -hmm. wrong, this wrong. So it's almost like he's getting to the phase of wanting to make up for those things. Mm. Obviously, he didn't know what he was walking into. You know, everyone just was, where's Helen? Where's mom? Where's Helen? Where's mom? Oh, let me go find out. Right. So he didn't know that that's what they were in there talking about. But I think the fact that he walked in there and stayed and even kind of like helped her, even though she didn't think that in the situation... They're doing it on purpose. Oh, yeah, she I mean, did not somehow, in, think he helped in, at all. In the realm of an hour, the affair writers and showrunners and everything have made me go from, like, no Helen and Noah to, like, Helen and Noah right. somehow. So they're doing something right, and I think that's what they did in that moment. I mean, I think, though, too, we have to pay attention to the fact that this is, again, Noah's POV about yeah, how everything right. went, right? So we have to take everything with a grain of salt if, in fact, this is really... I mean, Noah always wants to appear as the one that's... I've saved the day. I've right. come in and I'm, I'm always going to sure. be helpful and I'm, you know, I'm cleaning the house and I'm coming in to make sure that you're fine and just all of it. So, you know, right. we don't know. Take that as perspective. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just think it's funny, too, because uh, I, I reflect back to last season when he walks in and so it's Janelle and the son and the dad oh, yeah. and he's just kind of oh, like, yeah. so, right. yeah, what's up, guys? Right, yeah, right, <laughs> like, right. yo, this is like a family situation. He's <laughs> Maybe like, get out. all right, well, I'll just stay over here. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, 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 just leave. Yeah. He doesn't but, know but, his place. Yeah, exactly. He always ends up a place that he shouldn't be, an awkward situation. But again, this is how he's portraying himself himself mm-hmm. being in that situation and he does like he does have kind of a savior complex um he does kind of assert himself in situation well let me because you know he's a smart guy but he thinks he can manage everything well he like yeah. asserts but he pulls back like we were when we in his pov when he was watching the video that mm-hmm. vic left everyone and he just completely pulled back out of that he felt very detached from it well, he, he should have been yeah but it was it was one of those things where his look, his whole family is a part of this, right? So just in the sense of you know being respectful to to whatever that looked like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you kind of have to take it for what it's worth. So, but again, it's like it's that conflict within himself too. He's he wants to be assertive, and yet he al- he also doesn't know when he should be assertive and when to pull back, right? right? Like he's he's constantly teetering on that line. I think. Do you think he should have been assertive in that moment though? Meaning, no. him watching the video, I think he just should have been standing there and just kind of I mean he he was he was mostly taking it but you know you could tell he was like trying to like busy himself he didn't know if he should stay he didn't know if he should go it's like he should just you know be present I felt like what he was doing in that moment was being respectful I thought that when it came to the situation in the church 
with Helen arguing with Vic's family, it's not like he's just going to sit there and walk away. Now, this does obviously have to do with his savior complex, but Helen's being, you know, she's, it's her against everybody else. And granted, he did end up on the parent side, but, you know. Um, and then in the part where he does, I was thinking the exact same thing when y'all were talking about it. When he's sitting there watching the video, it's just kind of like, okay, let me go back here because I'm not a part of this and it's all them. And obviously in the parts, you know, it is tough for him to hear, y'all are the family that I never thought I'd have. So I, I got what he did in that moment. Right. It made sense to me. For sure. Um, before we get into the next topic, uh, April, you have something to say to our viewers I and sure, listeners. I sure do. We just want to thank y'all so much for making us the ESPN of TV talk. We love having y'all join in on our chats. Um, be sure anytime you watch to give us a five-star rating, like, comment. We love interacting with y'all, not only in the chat, but also after um through the many assets that you can interact with us. Um, we love being a part of AfterBuzz because obviously it gives us a great show like this to talk about uh, long-lasting friendships that we've made here. Yeah. And overall, just a great community to talk about some of the best television. So thank y'all again for watching us. We always love when y'all join us and be sure to give us that five-star rating, like, comment, all the good stuff that y'all can do. Yes, what April said. Um, so going back into Noah's situation, um, we see that he meets uh, Whitney's boyfriend. Eh, okay, Colin, whatever. <laughs> I was not impressed. Get yeah. out of here. He's an artist. She has a thing for artists, though. She, she does. does. Right. Like, she's only dated old guys. He's young. I was yeah. like, this is weird. Yeah. But all right. Okay. Um, and then we, we saw the video that we're watching, which we already talked about. Right. So Noah ends up walking in on Helen sleeping, right? And uh, everyone nice is boobs, huh? <laughs> everyone, <laughs> everyone is gone, and so he kind of just like, hey, you know, and she's you know knocked out sleep, and so she's like, well, what's going on? And he's like, oh, everybody's gone. You know, I just wanted to you know check on you, make sure you were good. Mm -hmm. And then um, he ends up deciding he wants to take out the trash because he sees that it's trash day. People are taking out the trash, so he wants to take that out. She walks out and says, what are you doing? I knew it was going to be a thing. Right? The second I saw him with the trash can. Yes. It's like, what are you doing? She's like, that's Vic's job. And he's like, well, Vic's not here. Mm -hmm. um, like, in, like he's not coming back. And, oh, no, that's, Vic needs to do that. What do you think that, why, because, again, this is Norse perspective, but mm -hmm. it's Helen talking and kind of seeming a little delirious um, about the situation. Why do you think that the directors showed us that? Because I, it's an important moment to show us that Vic really did mean something to Helen. Um, of course, we know that he did, but we've all debated last season in our pre-show everything um, that Helen has always had this pull to Noah. She's always mm. ultimate, ultimately been in love with him. Mm -hmm. So I think it was a really good way for them to show us that Vic, whether she's had this you know, underlying whatever for Noah the whole time, that Vic is a huge part of her life mm. and has been and that everything she experienced with him was real. It also is just a great way to show how someone can go through grief because notice Noah actually never said he's not coming back. He said, well, Vic's not here right now. Right. Because it's almost tough for people to hear Vic, you know, Vic's right. never going to be here. Right. He didn't say that. Now, granted, it's his part, so maybe not, but... I just think it was a way for them to show us the importance and mm. for us to show or for them to show us like the hatred which also could lead to feelings that she still has for Noah because in when she says the line of 
why couldn't it be you? Mm-hmm. Like, she wanted to cut him. Obviously, she's been asleep. She's been drinking all day. Stuff goes into all of that, but I, right. it was just a powerful that was rough. for the two of them. Yeah. That was a rough line to hear. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, she obviously is, is shooken up by this for, you know, a number of reasons. But um, I think it was interesting that Noah is asserting himself to, you know, kind of just care for her. When the video was playing, he was still doing it. He he really wanted her to know, like, hey, all the dishes are done. um, All the food's put away. I'm I'm helping the situation. I was really hoping to see Helen's POV of all this, by the way. I was like, the fact that we didn't kind of get, not that I needed to, like, relive any of that stuff again, but just in the sense of how much of this was accurate. Which could be indicative of the fact that it was all accurate. And that's why. Maybe maybe so. Yeah, maybe so. Just saying. I thought it was cute when he said, I did the dishes and walked off with that little grin. And she She was like, what? You did, you what? did what? Yeah, <laughs> right. right. Because again, another way for them to show us maybe Noah's getting over that hump. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Absolutely, he's turning into a man finally. Absolutely, maybe. Noah. Maybe. <laughs> All right. So we jump into part two, which we don't get. We don't. It doesn't tell us a part two. We just right. jump the whole time. Lem and April were like, "Is this part two? What's <laughs> right, going on? Right. Is this part two? What's going on? I was like, "It's part two. Yes. <laughs> so, um, obviously, looking at the previews and kind of reading up on the you know the season, we knew that Anna Paquin was going to be playing an adult Joni. Right. And boy, um, was she an adult Joni? Well, yeah. <laughs> sure yes, was. she was. They went straight into it. Fledged adult. They really did that. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so we see. Uh, you know, it doesn't say she's Joni yet, but we kind of know it's Joni. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a husband mm-hmm. and two kids mm-hmm. and um, is basically reeling about celebrating her birthday because she tells her husband that uh, it's the same age that her mother died. So mm-hmm. it's kind of alluding to, you know, talking about um, Allison. And so then she basically... Uh, her and her husband are, you know, having relations, mm-hmm. and she's not completely not into it. No. And he's like, "What's going on?" And you know, she kind of explains to him, and then he calls her name Joni, and so yeah. we confirm, yes, this is Joni. Yeah, I, mean, I already know, but yes, right, right, right obviously. <laughs> uh, but it's well into the future. Yeah. yeah. And um, as I'm seeing all of this, my whole thing, and they gave us just a short, but I'm thinking like, how are they going to play this into the scenes? Because again, it's not like present day. No. This is in the future so right. it's well beyond like they have futuristic pills and yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. straight future <laughs> like 2000 when we were watching I was like yeah. what is this strawberry and I was like oh it's the future that's yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> so it's like how is this going to relate that's what my thinking went to yeah. how is it going to relate to the season how are they going to show this obviously you know it fills into the storyline because you know she's the daughter of Allison right but it's like How's it going to tie into everything else? And that's where the preview came in. Right. Okay. Right. I think they did it a pretty well tie in this episode with the bath scene. I thought that was a lot because even just her demeanor, mm-hmm. being able to show us, you know, it, when she doesn't go out to blow the whatever those futuristic confetti things were mm-hmm. with her kids. Right. And in the scene where they're, you know, being together in bed, it was very, very Alice-esque. Mm-hmm. And when she, at the mm-hmm. end, now, this is the thing that I wanted to ask you all about because I don't fully understand it. Obviously, I understand how one could miss their dad, of course. Sure. But when, like, right after they're done and she's like, he's like, what's wrong? She's like, I miss my dad. Mm. Like, what a time to say that. Right. So why do you think that they would make her say that in that moment? I, I don't know. I, the yeah. only thing I think, and, and I'm glad you brought that up. The only thing I could think of was that we are going to get a cold sighting. 
right? So, uh, yes. We know that, you know, her last name is Lockhart, so she's well in tune with who her dad is. Right. Um, I know we talk, discussed this in the pre-show, but I honestly do not think that Noah is going to have any play in this whatsoever. Probably, right. Because yeah. of how they set up. Yeah. I miss my dad, right? We know that Noah's not her real dad. She's in Montauk. They're in right. LA. Exactly. It's just like, why would they? Exactly. Basically. So I feel like that we're going to see, even though we know that Cole is not a principal yeah. character this season, but we know that he is part of the season. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's going to come into play somehow, some way with the situation. It's definitely interesting. Um, because obviously we've had no Joni prior to what we've just seen. Sure. And so it's sort of, it's like we don't know what her, her real personality is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're just seeing her in this kind of tormented kind of seeming state. Mm-hmm. So I think obviously in the weeks to come, it's going to be interesting to see how similar or not similar she is to the characters of Allison and Cole. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I definitely hope they explain um, a little more about why Cole isn't returning to the show he maybe is in some capacity but maybe uh, things aren't fully confirmed I hope in real life we learn why Joshua Jackson isn't and I also hope that we learn what's happening with Cole where is he is he alive is that because when we saw the the end of the last season was them driving away right yeah exactly right him talking to her as like a little kid exactly so when she says she missed her dad I'm assuming, my assumption is that he's been there for a great deal of her life, you yeah. know, post-mortem of her mother, mm-hmm. uh, and then somehow he's not there. Correct. And well, to why Or maybe just in there. a different city. Who knows? Sure. Yeah. Wait, do we think, I don't know. To me, it feels very, I felt very final about it, though. Like, I felt like she was talking about him in a very more fine, like, because I just feel like after relations with your husband... To say that, it makes me feel like it's a significant loss or like something. Like you think he's passed away. Maybe. But it could just be because she says this. that's the same age, the right. same year that right. my mom died. Right. You know, those You're already feelings an emotional are state. coming back up. Sure. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah. I think they're going to they're gonna give it to us piece by piece. Yeah. I think it's going to happen. Um, so we yes. get into part three with Helen. And so um, we see Sierra. So we kind of go backtrack a little bit, right? So Sierra is pregnant with, uh, super pregnant, and <laughs> is trying to have uh, Vic's baby uh, with a midwife. Mm-hmm. Um, super LA Midwives situation. Midwives are known to be a little like pushy like the one right. in this episode was. So right. it was actually pretty realistic. Yeah. Um, she's going through all kind of stuff. Helen comes in and was like, yo, you need to go to the hospital. Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And of course, Helen's um, whole situation is... And we know because Vic is dying, mm-hmm. um, Helen wants to, and I'm sure anyone connected to Vic, wants the child to meet Vic before he passes on. Right. So she's like, yo, let's let's get this show on the road type thing. Like, we want everything to be cool. She's bent on, because she's a hippie, right? Mm-hmm. Having this midwife, like she is. <laughs> yeah. Having this midwife and going through that way. And then it's funny when her mom shows up <laughs> and is like, what's going on here? Like, yeah. just get it together. Like, put her in the bed. Right. So, um, and then we see... Uh, um, the relationship with Helen and Priya, who's Vic's mom, mm-hmm. and kind of checking on her concerning the funeral arrangements. And Helen is trying to, you know, she's like, I, I need to get her there. But, you know, she we see the detachment kind of with the mother, um, which we saw in Noah's, you know, situation as well. It wasn't as pronounced. Right. Because um, obviously, you know, you know, she's like, wait a second, can you do this? And Priya's like, okay, I'm going to come back and da-da-da-da. But there's, I feel like there was still a detecting of a detachment there. Right. Right. It wasn't always because she had to kind of go after her and it wasn't like, it was all very matter of fact. I just yeah. think she doesn't really like her. And right. 
you know, obviously they, Helen and Vic became a real, real thing right whenever Vic was discovering that he had cancer. Mm -hmm. So uh, Helen and Priya differ on a lot of things, clearly, like we see all throughout the episode. Um, One thing that I thought was super interesting, though, was how, uh, I wouldn't say detached Sierra seemed, because in the end of the episode, obviously we see her, you know, bringing the baby to Vic, whatever. Oh, I didn't say Sierra Um, was detached. No, 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 I know. But it's that the fact that Priya wasn't a part of any of that. Right. And maybe it wasn't planned that way. Like, I think it, mm-hmm. it seemed like this was all happening at very similar times. Mm. But not that Priya would be over there in the house with the midwife and the people chanting and things like that. Right. But that Priya wasn't at their house knowing that this very important thing, I'm sh- assuming she knew anyway, was going on. Sure. So that was kind of odd to me because that was obviously a very big time in her son's life. And it, I, it's just so... I mean, what a moving whole, like, 20 minutes to see him just in the bed. Her feeding him with pills. Right. And trying everything she possibly could to, you know, going as far as to, like, rubbing a, a mother's foot, which you, is, like, a known thing that you should not do, mm-hmm. um, to get this baby to come out just so that he could see it. I don't know. I went two different things right there. But <laughs> it was just, it was a very moving 20 minutes. I, I think, too, um, the, with the Priya situation, I think she's also looking at it. She never really, you know, uh, cared for... Um, Helen. Helen. Yeah. Um, but also the situation, because this person that he slept with, which mm-hmm. is not Helen, right, um, is having this baby, so she's probably thinking, like, this is all a situation, and he's dying at the same time. Right. Mm-hmm. So her detachment may be like, that's how she's handling it. Because it's a lot. I mean, yeah. that's a lot to, like, undergo mm-hmm. and kind of, you know, uh, compartmentalize. Um, but we do see that um, when... <sighs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> tea, right. When uh, the baby is born. Right. And so we see Noah uh, wheeling in um, our girl, Sierra, with the baby. And then Vic is there basically literally on his last breath. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she takes the baby and puts the baby, Eddie... Mm-hmm. On his chest, and then you, Helen thinks he's already gone. Right. And then, as the baby's lying on the chest, he starts to breathe a little bit more, mm-hmm. and then he's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that right there was like the moment for you, yo, son. <laughs> it, it was so yo. intense. It was so realistic because you hear, you know, if you ever read anything about that sort of situation, mm-hmm. you know, like that's what happens. A person takes deep, deep breaths and mm-hmm. then whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the fact that it, not that it happened how Helen wanted to. Obviously, I'm sure she wanted Vic to come to because that's what, you know, that's why she's asking the nurse throughout the show, right. any change, any anything. Um, but just you know, it's such a real life thing we've all heard about. Someone waiting and waiting and waiting because they're waiting for this one moment and then mm-hmm. they and then they go. But just to think that's something that they'll remember for the rest of their lives. Ooh. Like his right. son was laid on his chest and then that's when he passed. It was such a moving moment. Yes. They did it so well. I mean, obviously we feel a lot of ways about it. <laughs> Um, Allison over I'm like, here, thank the God, thank God you're, not, you're not asking me anything about right. it right now because that's for the best. Right. And then even to look at it as the fact that there was life that was born mm-hmm. on the away. same day and right. then the death that happened. Moments. So, right. yeah. yeah, you could look at it so many different ways, but I think it was great for as far as the direction of the show mm-hmm. uh, and as far as how the acting was. I mean, for... Um, I don't Ooh. know his name that plays Vic. Omar. Um, Omar. Omar Mawali. Yes. 
to play a dead person like when he was at the funeral you know and he's playing and then with the mouth like like I was like yo like <laughs> shank on him like yeah like is that a standard like what's is going that on a pulse? right and then when he's there it's just that was just really great acting yeah. uh, we've always come you know uh uh, said that the acting was always great on the, um, this show, mm-hmm. but I mean, it was just really that was a pivotal moment. And this is just episode one, yeah. which is crazy. And then to see Helen going through the emotions of being yes. at the funeral, and then you see all the people there, and then she's by herself, mm-hmm. um, and then her taking the like pills to yes. go to sleep. It, it, ugh, yeah. it just makes it we just also overlooked, hurts your heart. We, all, we overlooked Joni taking those handful of pills, so we don't know what's going to happen with that next also, week. Also, Joni yes. took a handful of pills. She did. So. She did. Which. She's not gonna die. No. Like, come on. Clearly, but, we but, saw the preview. Right. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. Unless this was a flash forward of the whole thing. Don't that- don't do that. Don't right. do that. Yeah. That's just We're that's up. too much. I can't. My brain can't handle it. All right. I think now is the perfect time oh, for April to get into our top three moments. Yes. Um, We are going to have a very special segment for y'all every episode, but this special premiere episode, we are going to do a top three, uh, just kind of in a very uh, intense show, a little light moment for y'all. So this one is going to be the top three most scandalous affairs Mm. that we kind of know of. We're going to start with number three, being Prince Charles with his now wife, Camilla Parker Bowles. <laughs> Lots of scandal when that Ooh. happened. Princess Diana, obviously most beloved person maybe ever. Um, number three scandal. There mm. are two even more important ones. Mm. Mm. <laughs> number two, we're going to go with JFK and Marilyn Monroe because we are filming in the United States and that technically not confirmed, but there are some photos that don't make it seem like they had an affair. And him being one of the most beloved presidents, obviously, big, big deal. And that song. Exactly. And since we are who we are, number one, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. I am still not okay from this affair. Uh, I'm still very upset about it. Um, They are no longer together, as we know. Isn't that interesting? Jennifer Aniston, I love you so much. It parallels our show, The Affair, right? Mm. These two people, they get together. Mm -hmm. Except, thankfully, Jennifer Aniston is not... uh, she is still alive, so, so that's yeah. great. Um, well, so is Angelina. Right, oh, yes. right, right, right. Right. Right, 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 right. So that's our top three most scandalous affairs. Naughty, um, naughty. Our special segment that we're going to be bringing to y'all every episode, we are going to call What Would You Not What Not To Do. do. Yes. What Not To Do. Yes. Um, in this, we're going to pick something from every episode, specifically this episode, we're going to say What Not To Do at a Funeral. Um, what not to do? What that happened in the episode? What would you not do at a funeral that happened in this episode? Um, well, that happened in the episode, or yeah, just in not this do- episode? Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, someone did something at the funeral in right. the show that you would be like, oh, "Well, I would never do that at a funeral." Okay. Um, I wouldn't um ask someone who is attending the funeral to get me a drink. Love that. Yes. Oh, you mean at the after? Yeah. yeah well, right. it's yeah. connected. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Um, I think for me, I would not. So if I see that there is heated conversation going on that I really am should, like should not be part of, mm-hmm. I would probably immediately remove myself from that situation. Mm-hmm. So like peek inside the closed door, see that I'm not meant to be there, mm-hmm. and then close that door back up. 
Gotcha. Love it. Right? I would personally not wait until the body is in the casket to make the final decision on whether it's going to be buried or cremated. Yeah, that's very fitting. Because they should have. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of stipulations in that scenario, but they should have figured that out before. I agree with you. It should not be an argument at the funeral. Exactly. Absolutely. What would you not do? Tonight's episode will be coming at y'all with that every week. Boom. All right, uh, news and gossip. A little bit of news. Let's so, do it. Just a few quotes from... Oh, yeah, the news. <laughs> Here's the news, guys. Um, so, uh, Mara... T- Ma- Mara Tierney. Thank yes. you. I can't right now. Like, I just can't talk. <laughs> so, she um, spoke to us weekly about um, Joshua Jackson and Ruth Wilson not being on the show. And she said, I really miss them so much. Oh. We still keep in touch with each other, but I did really miss them during the season. She said, I mean, I still think the show is good but I just still miss them. <laughs> I was like, well, there Aw. you go. That's okay. sweet of her. And then Anna Paquin spoke to Entertainment Weekly, um, and they had a few questions for her. Uh, Entertainment Weekly asked, is she like her mom, played by Ruth Wilson, up until her departure at the end of season four, or her dad? And Anna Paquin said, it's pointed out to her in one of the early episodes that she's inherited her father's scowl. Mm. It's very accurate and something I really enjoyed playing. That's all I'm allowed to say. All right. I like that. And there's yeah. a few more things. If you guys are interested, check out the Entertainment Weekly article. It's all there for you. Love it. Dope. All right. Uh, real quick, 30 seconds predictions. Boom. <laughs> After Buzz TV predictions. <laughs> like, don't ask me. I'm going to go with Helen and Noah are going to end, end up back together. Mm. Pump dropped. Okay, I'm going to go with... Joni's gonna figure out something about her mom's death, like something impactful. Like, was it? She's gonna, f- she's gonna figure it out for us. Mm. Was it a murder? Was it a suicide? She's yeah. gonna figure it out. Um, my prediction is that Noah's gonna break up with Janelle in the second episode. Boom! Yeah. Oh, she Boom. That's that she's, she's got a quick exit. Yeah, but she's been like she's on in the credits, yeah. like as a main principal player. So, but so was Omar Metwally, exactly. and he died. And he died. Yeah, but I feel like there could be flashbacks of him. Mm, Maybe. We'll see. Okay, we'll see. There, TBD. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that has been our show. We want to thank you so much for tuning in. Shout out to everyone in the live chat, and make sure. You give this five stars if you're listening on iTunes. And when you're watching, give a comment. Let us know what you think about the episode, and we'll answer them. (laughs) That's what we do. Uh, I've been your host, Lim Gonzalez, and you can find me everywhere at L-E-M-G-O-N-S-A-L-V-E-S, all day, every day. Where you at? Uh, I'm Allison Dean. You can find me at the Allison Dean. Very easy. And I'm April Wissenhant. Y'all can find me everywhere at April Wissenhant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure you tune in. Oh, there's the camera right there. Next Bye. week, it's going down once more. Until oh, then, yeah, peace. Our founders, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 